brilliant just as you gather back um, as uh, Megan said at the top of the service uh, we've got Heather McCormack she um, works for Accenture during the week and uh, she leads a life group here she's on the PCC so just it's not any old person who gets to speak here I tell you top brass top brass uh, she might say a bit more about herself by way of introduction but um, if you want to turn to page one 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 eight two in the green bibles and here is joe stillwell uh, she's married to the vicar and she's going to bring the reading so we're looking at ephesians 6 verse 10 to 18 so that's page one 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 two one thousand and hundred and twelve Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the power of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armour of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled round your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, Take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Thank you. I know I'm loud, but I think I should keep a, a microphone. Um, thank you, Joe. Thank you, Tim. It is wonderful to be here with you guys this bank holiday weekend. Um, my name is Heather McCormick. I'm not from here. Uh, I'm from Northern Ireland. Uh, I have some people think Scottish, some people think American, Australian, South African. I'm from Belfast. Uh, just to clarify that, there's a couple of words that I will say which might sound a little strange range so they include par they include noi uh, and those are two words I'm going to be using a fair bit tonight so get your giggles out now uh, oh no there you go and then um, we'll be ready to rock and roll so I am um, I get the privilege to speak to you guys tonight about prayer um, we have been uh, looking at a number of great prayers in the Bible. We looked at um, David's prayer, the Psalmist prayer, and we've looked at Jonah, and we've looked at Ephesians 3, Paul's prayer um, as well. And, and tonight, I've kind of, it's, it's a little bit rogue, but essentially, this is the warrior's prayer. This is the warrior's prayer. You might think, oh, this is interesting. One would need to be a warrior. Uh, well, here's the thing. If we um, believe in the power of God, if we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, then we are warriors. 
that is who we are and that is what we stand in this evening. So um, thank you, Joe, for reading to us. Um, the passage may be familiar to you guys already. Um, maybe it's a new one. But um, there's really three things that I want to speak to this evening about what the warrior's prayer is all about. Firstly, it's about positioning. The warrior is standing strong. Secondly, it's about preparation. The warrior puts on the armor of God. And third, it's about prayer. All kinds of prayer, all types of occasions for all the saints. So positioning, preparation, and prayer. It may be clear to you that I uh, grew up in a Baptist tradition and we like to have three points to our sermons, so I handily made them all begin with P in the hope that you would remember them uh, this evening. So um, let's kick off uh, just a little bit of context as we begin this evening. This might seem a little heavy, uh, but whenever we talk about um, this passage, we need to accept the reality. Um, when Paul wrote this letter um, to the church in Ephesus, he was writing from prison and he was saying to them, it's the whole church they have to put on the armor of God. It's the whole church who enter in to this spiritual warfare. Um, and you know, I've been thinking these past few weeks and Tim prayed about it um, this evening, there is war raging on um, today. We see it on the television, we hear about it, we read about it in the paper. Um, and it, it's heartbreaking, it's brutal, it's death, destruction, it's evil, and, and it's very physical. Um, but what Paul is talking about here um, is the kind of spiritual warfare that rages on every day. Um, it's that light and darkness, that good and evil. There's God and there is a devil. And we need to understand that, that the devil has power, but if we believe and accept Jesus Christ, then the power that is in us is greater than the power that is in the world, but the devil still has power, and therefore we have a part to play in, um, in fighting. Um, and so, yeah, what Paul writes is that our struggle is not against flesh and blood. So when I'm talking about being a warrior, it's not against flesh and blood. It's against rulers, authorities, the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So what I want to do is just, that's our context, that there's this battle that rages on spiritually. And I'm just going to pray for us that our, wee, that our, um, our hearts um, would be open to that and God would speak to us in that so let's just pray real quick Father thank you thank you that you're here by your presence you're with us and God we just pray that you would open our eyes that you would give us your spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would see you tonight and that we would enter in to that calling to fight the good fight, to battle for the kingdom of light and life. 
and we pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, so the three things, positioning, preparation, and prayer. Um, I wonder, have you guys ever made a stand for something? Chosen to say, you know what? I believe in that, so I'm going to stand for that. Gosh, I've got no space. Um, I chose to make a stand uh, for something one day. It was um, at university up in Edinburgh. I studied there. Um, and it was kind of in my first few months there. And the Students' Union had decided that they were going to remove um, the Gideon Bibles that are placed in um, university halls of residence. So um, it's quite a sort of um, Students' Union, really kind of liberal and um, empowered. And they thought that was, you know, a good thing to do. But I actually just, I thought it wasn't a good thing to do and so I said I'm going to make a stand and so I am um, I prepared my little speech and I spoke against the motion um, in front of about uh, about 400 people and uh, it was terrifying and I um, I was scared but I felt the need to make a stand uh, to, for God's word and I believe in God's word as the truth by which we live our lives and I, I want that to be accessible to everyone. Um, there was another time I took a stand um, and I was about 17 years old and there's this thing called the silver ring thing and it was essentially saying yep and then I'm gonna keep purity, I'm going to keep sex for marriage, and um, yeah, it, I, so I went along to this event, it was an American thing, I love Americans, and uh, I love the silver ring thing, um, and uh, it was funny because uh, there was our newspaper, our local newspaper was there, and um, I, uh, they wanted to do an interview with me, uh, so I said yes. And um, and then the national newspaper read the article, and they called me up, and um, they were like, "Oh, we'd love to, you know, hear what what's this? Why are you um, choosing to, you know, keep sex for marriage?" And so that was a real opportunity to take a stand as a 17-year-old. Uh, girl and um, and then have you uh, maybe not guys but girls now magazine it's now it's like a kind of one of those slightly trashy magazines anyway they um, they got in touch uh, as well and they um, yeah so this is big people and so I was really making a stand for purity um, and it kind of like spiraled out of control but it was great um, to get that opportunity and then I went into my common room um, in school you know it's like a place where the sixth years get to hang out and there on the wall with like all the photos of these like nutty people um, doing crazy things was this like double page spread from Now Magazine of me and my choice for purity. And that was just saying, God, I take a stand for this and I'm still standing in that today. But I tell you what, taking a stand, it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, there'll be times when you feel like, why am I doing this? I don't feel strong for this. Um, but it's in our decision, the act of our will to say, I'm going to stand strong. What are you standing in? You're standing in the power of the Almighty God. That's what it says here. It's in the power of the Almighty God in which you stand. I am... Um, 
<laughs> was thinking about this this week and I, uh, I do the daily commute into London and um, I was like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to stand here whilst everyone is busy getting to work and um, they're, yeah, everyone's in quite a hurry, uh, especially in the city. Uh, they've got serious business to attend to. And, um, and so I just stood at the bottom of the steps <laughs> And everyone around me got kind of mad, a little bit difficult. Everyone noticed why she's standing, what's wrong with her. I just chose to stand. And it's that choice to stand that God's calling us to. In his power, in his power, we can stand. Um, it's funny, we've been sort of, well, I don't know whether it's just me, but um, uh, when we went away as a church, we went to something called Focus, it was a conference, and um, one of the things that was talked about there was, um, you know, God's power is made perfect in our weakness. And we carry um, the treasure in jars of clay so that we know that this all-surpassing um, part is from God and not from us. Um, and I find that difficult. I find that difficult because I've grown up sort of like, I'll stand on my own two feet, I'll fight my own battles, I'm independent, I can do this, I'll do it by myself. Maybe I'm the only one, but sometimes, can't we get into that mentality of I'll do it myself? That's not what it says here. We stand strong in the power of the Almighty God. I was thinking about, um, when I was thinking about Gideon and the Bibles, um, I was thinking about Gideon as well, and actually Gideon's name means mighty warrior. Note to self, ladies, if you have a child, name it Gideon. Uh, or dudes, you can name your children as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so Gideon, there he was, and um, God was like, all right, I want you to head on in there. Uh, the Israelites turn their back on God. Uh, he's like, I just want you, um, I'm going to commission you. Uh, he's like, yeah, I've got 22,000 men. Great. I'm going to go in, fight the fight. I'm going to win this thing. God's like, uh, you need, no, not, not all those people, because then you'll think you did it yourself. Uh, I, so Gideon's like, okay, I'll... I'll send some people home, that's fine. And then reduce the number, um, 3,000. And then God was like, okay, you know what, still too many. Uh, so let's do a test here and um, we'll take them down to the water. And there, you know, some of them kneeled down and some of them lapped the water up and he is like, yeah, take those 300 men and fight the fight. And they went in, trumpet sounding, worshiping. And that's how they won the battle, 300 men in the power of God. Um, so guys, as warriors, we are positioned to stand strong in his mighty power. And then it talks about in verse 17, you put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground after you've done everything to stand. Second thing, you put on the full armor of God, you're prepared to fight. So I am, um, as a little New Year's resolution, 
I decided this year I was going to sign up for British military fitness. Has anyone heard of that? Yes? Great. Has anyone done it? Okay, good, Megan. Yeah. Did you do it again? No. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I... Uh, like, I'm going to do this, I'll sign up for the free taster. So I did that, um, I'd seen it happening on Clapham Common, so on a kind of dark, dreary, wet uh, January morning, I got my kit on, I got my brand new pink Nike trainers. Seriously cool. My mom actually picked them without me telling her. Um, and I, I put them on, I put on a bright pink, I'm high visibility, just in case something were to happen. And as I approached, I sort of, well, there were a couple of things that concerned me. The first was that the instructor started laughing at me. <laughs> Is there something funny, officer? Um, well, He's like, have you done this before? I said, no, I haven't. You're not really reassuring me. And, um, and he, he's like, well, it's just you don't really look prepared for what's about to come. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, right. And then it dawned on me as I saw the 9 a.m. crew coming back, covered in mud from head to toe, all over their face. Yeah, seriously, you get mucky. Trainers will never be the same again. I was not prepared for that. But when we fight the good fight, we're prepared with everything we need. It's written in here. The Word of God tells us um, what we need. I'm sorry that I put it on the floor. That was very disrespectful. Um, but it is the good stuff. So... Stand firm, the belt of truth buckled round your waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place, with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And guys, you might be familiar with this stuff and that's great, but you know what? We have a responsibility to put this stuff on, to own this. The belt of truth buckled round your waist. Tell you what, one of the enemy's tactics is to lie to you, to lie to you. And what do you come against the lies with? The truth about who God says you are and what God has called you to. You've got to recognize when you're being lied to, because that's one of the, the enemy's tactics is to lie to you, to take away, to steal, to destroy. But we stand in the truth of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way, is the truth, and is the life. And so it's in that that we stand. And then the breastplate of righteousness. So breastplate covers the front, not the back. Hello. Um, uh, so it's to protect your vital organs that you put the breastplate on, um, the breastplate of righteousness. And um, it's really covering your heart. So you've got your, your brothers, your sisters, left, right, behind, front. You've got this protection of your heart and it's the righteousness of Christ. 
So we're not we're not righteous because of anything we have done. There's this um, idea of self-righteousness of like, oh, well, you know, I observe all the laws. I follow all the rules. Um, this is righteousness from Christ. Philippines 3 uh, verse 9 says, it's not having a, uh, a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but one that comes through faith in Christ the righteousness through God based on faith. We're made righteous in Christ to so put on the breastplate of righteousness. And your feet, your feet are fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Yep, that's right. Uh, girls and guys wearing the sandals of the gospel. And you know what it says? How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news on the mountain. That's what we, we're like, we're heading into the enemy's camp with our feet fitted with the gospel. That's our foundation and that's what we stand on as we go into battle. The truth of the gospel of peace. That's what we bring. We bring peace where there's chaos, confusion, destruction. We bring peace. We move in the opposite spirit to the world. So put your sandals on, seriously, and they could look like this in the 21st century. Yeah? Next up, the shield of faith. Oh, and so you use the shield of faith to extinguish, you use it to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. You know what? If you really step into this, step up to this, you are going to be on the front line and you're going to have to wield your shield. It's up to you to pick it up. Because the enemy, he wants to take you out. Especially if you're taking this up. If you're standing in this, enemy wants to take you out. And have you ever seen um, 300, maybe? I don't know. But there's this cool bit in it where they all like kind of go together with their shields like up. It's like the turtle or something, someone <laughs> told me. <laughs> um, that might be wrong, so don't quote me. Um, but yeah. That's like the power of like lifting up the shield and saying, you know what? Whatever you throw at me, it's not going to get me. This, this thing is massive as well, the shield, massive. So when Paul was writing this letter, he's thinking of the Romans, um, and they had a seriously large shield. And they like uh, dipped it in water as well, so it literally like extinguished flaming arrows. Um, so that is the shield that we wield, and um, it's for you guys to lift that up. Helmet of Salvation. It's about that placing on your head um, salvation, Christ. Um, our mind is often the place that the enemy can attack us the most in our thoughts and the things we start to believe is in our mind. So the helmet of salvation. Salvation means you're saved by Jesus Christ and what he did and accomplished on the cross. Oh, that is good news, people. You've got to put that on, the helmet of salvation, so you're able to guard your mind. And you can take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. 
and you come against the lies with the truth. And so all of this armor, the belt that you've got, the breastplate, the shoes, the helmet, the shield, it's all about protecting you from attack. Um, it's protecting your heart, your head, your feet, your whole body protected from the devil. This bit, next bit, exciting, weapon. This is what you've got to go and destroy the enemy. To take apart the enemy. What is it? It's the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. This is our indispensable weapon that we can use to wield war against the enemy. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I forget that. I forget that this is the weapon that we go into our days with. You know, like, oh, well, like when I walk into the office or when I walk into school or uni or I walk into my home, I don't feel like this is the battleground. God, like open our eyes to see as you see and help us to take the truth of your word to those places that are in desperate need of truth, of life and of light. So this is how you're going to fight. You read this, you know this, you declare this. And I, uh, I spoke this morning and uh, <laughs> embarrassed myself when I uh, asked, Does anyone, has anyone ever heard of something called sword drill? Nope. <laughs> Deafening silence again. <laughs> so it must just be a Northern Irish thing. Uh, but essentially it's something that we, um, we did, at, you know, Bible, camp, Sunday school, that kind of thing. Sword as we've just established, drill, uh, leader at the front, uh, calls out a passage, maybe Ephesians 6 verse 10, and then we all pull out our swords and get straight to it, open this up and find it, and then we speak it out. Hello? We need to bring sword drill to the mainland and beyond. I don't know why it didn't reach here. St. Patrick, what were you doing? Um, it might not have been from St. Patrick's Day. Um, but yeah, what I would say, guys, this is our weapon to go on the offensive. Sorry, I've been a bit trivial about that. But actually, this is um, the word of God. And we can declare this to the darkness, and the darkness has to flee. How incredible is that? Um, let's read this stuff, take it in, ask God to change our hearts through his word, which is truth. Um, there's a translation of the Bible called The Message. Um, Eugene Peterson, he puts it like this. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith and salvation. They are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is your indispensable weapon. As warriors, we're positioned, standing strong. We're prepared with the full armor of God. And finally, we're praying. 
as warriors, we're praying all the time, all kinds of prayers for everyone, for all the saints, for brothers and sisters, we are praying. Because prayer is the way that we communicate with Father God, our commander. Um, it's constant communication all the time. Um, pray long, pray hard, pray short and quick. Pray always, all the time, all kinds of prayers. And um, pray with your eyes open. As warriors, you got to keep your eyes open, see what's going around in the atmosphere. So that you can declare the truth to the darkness. In your prayer, speak it out. There is such power when you guys speak it out. This is for you, this is for me. And thank God we are victorious in Jesus Christ. But in this world, we will have trouble. We will. The enemy still has power. He's roaming around, doing his things. You can see that very clearly. There is death, destruction, horrendous evil. But take heart, for Christ has overcome the world. And that is um, what I want us to stand in tonight. It's my prayer is that we stand in that truth, that Christ has overcome. It is finished. He is one. We've got to enter in. You and I, I will stand strong in your mighty power. So after everything's done, I'll stand, I'll stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around my waist. I'll stand firm. It's choosing um, to stand in that, to stand in God's power. Um, tonight and so guys thank you um, for listening I just want to offer us a little bit of time uh, to think about this to take this in what does it mean um, to really to fight the good fight to be um, a warrior often people talk about oh there's a prayer warrior. I think I have sometimes been described as that. And I don't like that because we're all warriors. It's the identity that we all take on. It's not just for one or two kind of super spiritual. This is for everyone. Paul's letter was to the church. And this message is for um, the church. And so um, I'm just going to pray actually. And then maybe just lead us through um, some of the ways that we might respond. So let's pray together. Holy Spirit, we just ask you to come. We ask you to speak to our hearts. to testify um, to Christ, to truth, to righteousness, salvation, to faith. Father God, move in our hearts tonight.
equip us with your strength, your mighty power to be able to stand, to stand firm. God, give us eyes um, to see, ears to hear, and hearts that understand the spiritual reality every day and the battle that we enter into God help us to see lift the veil and um, which sometimes comes over our eyes and clouds our vision we want to see clearly we want to bring your truth your righteousness your gospel of peace, faith, salvation. Through your word, our weapon to destroy the darkness. Holy Spirit, would you come now and fill us? Equip us for battle. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And um, yeah, I mean, I hope this wasn't like heavy or anything, but um, I hope there's truth in it that we can um, allow to um, speak to our heart and prepare us. Um, for what we face it's in tomorrow it's today tomorrow in our week um, I just really I felt like for some people and they actually feel in the midst of battle um, and they feel sort of that attack and they need that strength that power of the Almighty God to be able to stand in it um, and so, yeah, like if that is you, um, we will just sort of have a time here of um, worship. And um, as we worship, just pray that through, you know, speak, uh, just turn to the person next to you and ask them to pray for the power of the Almighty God within you. Um, and I hope there are others here this evening who are like, yes, I am up for this. Come on, God, let's put on the armor and let's get to battle. And if that is you, pray on that armor of God every day. Every day, it's up to you. And you can start with doing it right now. And someone's like, well, do we not just put on the armor once? And then like, it's not like we take it off. It's like, just remind yourself every day to put on the full armor of God so that you can stand. Um, so maybe Madeline, if you wanna um, come up and the other guys, if you're um, worshiping. And as we just, um, yeah, in a place of worship, let's be those worshiping warriors. Um, and yeah, we will also be doing prayer um, just at the front. So if you just want someone to pray for you, for that power of the Almighty God to be in you, then please come up or, you know, pray with the person next to you as well. And pray on that armor of God 
and it's fine to sort of, you know, sort of talk yourself through it as well. Sometimes it's in our physical act. Um, just says to God, yeah, I take that in um, and I respond to that. So, um, yeah, Mal, if you could um, just lead us, we'll just have a time letting that speak to us. Amen. Let's stand. God, I look to you, I won't be overwhelmed, give me vision to see things like you do, God, I look to you, you're where my help comes from, give me wisdom, you know just what to do.
just as we digest the most amazing message, uh, I just checked with Captain Mike Wilmot, serves in the Blues and Royals, and it's a fact that in times of peace, when you're not actually in the theatre of war, every single item of kit needs to be ready to go there and then. And every serial number, not quite sure what that means, is checked every week. It just sounds to me like it's pretty thorough, pretty regular. When Mike was serving in Afghanistan, his gun never left his side. And since we're in a battle, as Heather has outlined, we don't see it with the naked eye, but we feel it from time to time, that spiritual battle in the heavenly realms. We, we need all this armour checked, ready, by our side all the time. When was the last time you checked your belt of truth? That the breastplate is in place, it hasn't slipped a bit, that it's not exposing your heart. Have you checked the helmet for chinks, nicks, wear and tear? The sword, the shoes, the shield. When was the last time you checked the shield? You lifted it up every single day. We're in a battle. Sense the Lord saying to us, uh, I know bank holiday, think, hey, chill out, relax. That's a battle going on. The enemy doesn't take a day off. Good time in the next 24 hours. We can begin now just to give an assessment of our weaponry, defense and attack. Even now as we stand, in our mind's eye, just using uh, Heather's excellent kind of prep talk. Let's go through, let's check it. Let's learn it by heart. We're never without it. In the glory 